Hello, it is Brandon. I love Apple Plus Christmas movies. I'm Dan. I despise Apple Plus Christmas movies. It's Jax, and I'm excited to be here with Brandon and Alonzo. Uh-uh. I'm Alonzo, and I guess Apple TV movies are a thing now. And this is, is the Deck the, the Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host his podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Well, hello, everybody. (laughs) uh, Two things happened there. One was that if I'd done the musical number, we'd still be here because a four would have been too many. But Jax decided not even to talk about. She just said she was excited to be here with with her friends. And that wasn't even an, it was barely an introduction. Jax was just like, I'm going to throw it out and I'm just going to be, I'm going to say, I'm excited to be here with with my friends. Feeling the spirit is exactly right. Feeling the spirit. You know what I was feeling the spirit was this past week at a Christmas concert. Dude, Jack's oh my stage, gosh. the South Jack's Pole stage, stage was where guys, it was, I was, was going nuts. The locus was, of all activity. Guys, honestly, like I know we were joking around before Christmas Con that no one was going to come, but the fact that like everyone actually showed up at the second yeah. stage at the South Pole yeah. and it was Man. really overwhelming and it was like the spot to be at Christmas Con. It, I, I really appreciated it. Oh my God. Well, and listen. Dan, when you did that, I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> once in a lifetime <laughs> opportunity a lifetime. there. But I'll say this when the Christmas Con people came over and they started begging people to come and ask for autographs because everybody <laughs> was at the second stage, I, I was like, wow. That's so they're losing money. They're losing money. That's right. Here. That's right. That's right. So I don't know. The South, South Pole stage may South be Pole no stage. more next year. Yeah, yeah. You're going to do it. You're branching off to do your own thing. <laughs> you'll be and the north for, pole stage maybe if you're lucky next year they'll move you out to the uh the parking lot <laughs> you're trying to get me further and further away from this convention you'll we'll be in pennsylvania like- that means at some point you'll be in harold's deli which is better yeah, for me right. anyway so Ooh, okay, i will i will nice. be there the whole time that's perfect that's one-stop right. shopping that's thanks right. to everybody who came out and said oh, hello it it's so always a blast fun. it's a so whirlwind it, it really is yeah we met a lot of wonderful people if this is your first time listening to us or watching us on the philo tv uh, hello. Thanks for finding us. Happy yeah. that you did so. I know this is on Apple TV Plus, which means it's not really on any other streaming services. Right. But gosh, the the one button ad skip has been saving our lives. Clutch money it's been over on the Philo TV. Yeah, it's been it wonderful. Um, Apple TV Plus. They're, they're, uh, I'm, I just wish they'd spent some money on it, Brian. I, that's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at here is just, I don't know. This is, see, it just really seemed like a, they could have maybe not done the put all the money into this. It, it just it seems like a lot of money. <laughs> seems like a lot of money was put in this movie. Wanted to do it right. Wanted to do it right. And then they're out there all willy nilly. I, I can get a, a three month free trial to Apple TV just from sneezing. They're just <laughs> offering them for anybody and everyone for any oh, reason. You bought a bag of chips? Please try a year of Apple TV. <laughs> please, please try our service. Oh, on please. this bag of Doritos. Here's a. QR code for a, a <laughs> lifetime supply of Apple TV Plus. Congratulations, you made it. Congratulations. Jax, were you going to say something? I thought you were getting in on the, the fun there. Oh, no, no. I was just enjoying the fun. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, she yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard the intro. She just enjoys being here. I'm just she just happy enjoys being here with my She's friends. happy to be here and she, and she I, likes to ski. 
Yeah, I, I like to ski. I totally yeah. forgot which movie we were supposed to watch, so I actually haven't seen Spirited yet. Good. So no, you I'm really kidding. are just here with your friends. No. Perfect. Good. No, no, I loved this movie, but I'm really happy to be talking about it with you guys. Hot can I say? Can yet. I say this? Can I say this really quickly? Um, the ratings are out for Fit for Christmas, and Jax, you officially got better ratings than Andrew Walker, Tyler Hines, and Paul Campbell. You know what? And I will say Me, this. Me, personally. You, personally. I've not seen the film yet, but I will say this. When you put Paul Green, Jacqueline Collier, in a movie that airs right after a great Bengals-Chiefs game, you the, the skies is the limit. <laughs> the sky's I mean, the limit. CBS, once again, going for that youth market. You know, they they <laughs> they know their wheelhouse on this. Yeah. I was lo- I forgot that that movie was on afterwards, but that game was great. And I will get to the movie, I promise you. <laughs> But what a game. What Did it air immediately after or were there 60 so. minutes first? 60 minutes. But then yeah. there was a game it on went a to six, channel. Well, yeah. are you on the East Coast or the West Coast? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you yeah. Could, you could, could, could you look at the 60-minute ratings and then look at the Fit for Christmas ratings and be like, wow, a lot of people didn't watch it. Could. But also, <laughs> you could look I, at the I, Fit. I, I, okay, you know what was most surprising? The fact that that many people watched 60 Minutes. It was oh, like, people oh, love the 60 Minutes. It was like a million, that million people. No, no, no. No, no, no. People get mad if the 60 Minutes doesn't air. That's true. Yeah, good golly, man. That will not die until its audience does. Yeah. The biggest thing about 60 Minutes is I don't, I never know how long it's going to be. Gosh, we just, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Shut it down. Uh, We're done. Because <laughs> of, yeah. of the name of it. Because mm-hmm. of, na- of the name of it. Name oh, of good. It. Explaining yeah. a joke always makes it funnier. And that one was so good to begin with. Well, because the, the we name of it is it's 60 uh, okay. minutes. I beg you. Um, yeah. <laughs> you guys want to talk about Spirited? Would love Please, to. yes. Yeah. Anything. Anybody other than Alonzo see this on the big screen? I, I did not. I watched it last night. Okay. On a big on a big screen, or a seventy-five phone? inch okay. flat screen TV. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big screen. Ooh, uh, got a man cave. That's right. <laughs> originally aired on um, the Apple living room, the Apple TV Plus. <laughs> uh, well, theaters on November eleventh, and then uh, Apple TV Plus on November eighteenth, uh, and it went a little something like this. I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's. He's ghost. And uh, there's a, a past one, a current one, a future, present one, if you will. And they're, Christmas current. They do stuff. They do, they do stuff. They go. They find some bad people. They ghost them up. Sometimes they sing in the process. They ghost them up is what I like okay. to say. We're getting. Let's get our ghost on. Um, so Christmas present played by Will Ferrell. Uh, as you know, Will Ferrell, uh, and he's uh, up for uh, retirement. Yes. He has been for quite some time, uh, but for some reason he keeps getting getting back into the ghosty, the ghosty ghost. So they're looking for next year's uh, person to to to, to haunt, haunt to ghost, yep. and um, in the process of doing that, he finds a guy named Clint Briggs. Clint Briggs is a real stinker. He's out there uh, just spewing hatred, spewing the fake news. Just It's bad stuff that this Clint Briggs is doing here. And so Present goes to the group and he says, I think that Clint Briggs is our guy. And um, head honcho Marley says, no, no, no. Uh, That is an unredeemable. 
unredeemable. And this really seems to bother present. Present is like, no, that shouldn't be the reason why we don't go after him. And you and actually an unredeemable has been redeemed one other time. And so finally, they're given the okay to give this a shot. They start researching Clint. They start preparing. And finally, it is time uh, to, to, give it a, to give it a shot. And in the process, they're, they're doing all the research. They're looking at all this stuff. He ends up, even though he's a ghost, he ends up meeting Clint's assistant. And he's like, wow, like her. Um, they see some different things that he's doing that's truly deplorable, like helping his niece basically uh, blackmail someone that she's running against as class president. All really good in the up and up stuff. So goes to Hunt and Clint is very like, no, not really a big, I'm not impressed by this. What you're not going to be. So they keeps like showing him stuff and he's just like, nothing is bothering him. Nothing, nothing is happening. It's just like, whatever. And so present has to get, fancy here he has to go outside the box and so he tells him that he was once a fella named ebenezer scrooge and he's the only other unredeemable to ever have gone through the program and so they go to the he shows him him as a uh, back in the day they sing a song classic stuff and so now he's just kind of like okay well now i kind of want to clint is like okay now that i know this about you i kind of want to lean into this want to explore uh explore you a little bit more and he's like no that's not the point here but then um he finds out that he's up for uh, retirement and he's like man maybe maybe that's what you should be doing um and finally uh present shows him uh what happens when uh, the the kid is the, they post a video of the kid uh, running for president, and serious stuff is happening here. We're seeing uh, the effects of some of the negativity, and finally, for the first time, Clint is like, "That's not good," but you can't blame me. Basically, uh, does this whole thing. Everybody still with me? Everybody still with me? I I didn't stop. I so why'd you ask that? Just I was just now. making sure. Okay, great. I was making sure you guys are still with me. No, I'm still. I'm locked so in. So Clint finally convinces President that he should take retirement go to earth and he's like okay i'm in it and he ends up waking up in clint's apartment promptly goes and asks uh, uh is it kimberly out on a date they walk around they're talking they're singing did you know this was a musical at this point yeah yeah I, I, you not told me but i did watch had you movie. figured out yeah, though by this yeah, point yeah, of the yeah, movie yeah, yeah, yeah. so clint is then um uh, meets yet to come shows him glimpses of the future including what happens to his niece's classmate after she posts this video it is not something that he likes really bothers him so instead of watching what happens he ends up just running away running through like the different sets and going through uh to places he's not supposed to go to and finally he is uh stopped by past and yet to come who make him go back to earth and when he gets back to his apartment he is with present and they he present finds out what's about to happen and so they go to stop uh his niece from posting this video um and they're going they have to run through this ice and kimberly stops and is like hey i already told her that not to post this video also i'm quitting and so great and so president is like wonderful we stopped the thing that was gonna happen this should be the big congratulations the ghosts are going to be coming wait for the music and when the music doesn't start and the ghosts never show up to tell them congratulations you're a redeemed soul he's like wow what's going on here and president begins to question everything if i if i can't redeem an unredeemable am i even redeemed is any of this real what's the point of any of this he's about to walk in front of a bus 
when Clint pushes him out of the way of the bus. Time freezes just before the bus hits Clint, and the music begins to hit. You did a good thing. You're happy. You're redeemed. Yay! And you're like, oh, wonderful. This is all good. And then it uh, starts again, and Clint gets hit by the bus. It still happens, and he is killed. We then see that Clint is now the ghost of Christmas present. He is expanding the program as he does. He's looking for other holidays. He is uh, visiting present on a regular basis, now going by Roberto. And um, uh, uh, he's married to Kimberly. They have two kids. And they still work together with ideas of how to redeem souls. And they are better for it. And that, my friends, was... Spirited. Spirited. We did it. Was it a long synopsis or a short synopsis? Can I say this? It's one of your synopses. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Only Post knows for sure. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, let's we take just a- negated, I believe, Ryan Reynolds' sister from the entire synopsis, which yeah. is impressive. Yeah, she was there, and well, she wasn't there, and then now she's there at the end. <laughs> There's a lot of moving parts, Daniel. There's a lot happening in this movie. There's a lot happening. If you want to write the synopses, you're fine, and you can decide what to keep in and what to take if out. I want to write the synopses. I'm fine. You're fine to do so. I can. You can if you Great. want to. Awesome. Has that been what you've been waiting for this yeah. whole time? Yeah. We're going to take a quick up. break, and we're going to be right back where we break down spirit here on Deck the Netflix. Oh, man. Oh, whoa, 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 boy. bud. You seem really distressed. Oh, it's like the most stressful time of the year. Don't say that. Okay, I'm so, I feel bad about that. I just don't know what to get anybody for anything. Don't think about all the things you got to do, Brian. That's good. Think about, like, mm. I don't know. Think about people. Like, what do you think mm. people are into? I think people like to see nice things that they like to look at. Right, I think that's true. They like to look at me. Okay, well. My, yeah, sometimes me. My kids, for, for sure. sure. For sure. For sure. So that's what I got so far. Let me try to workshop Have this. Have you thought about maybe like a picture frame? A picture frame? That'd be great. But like, you know, it'd be great as if it changed a lot. That's an idea. I don't know. Changed a lot. Like the when frame? you're looking at it. Oh, the picture. Yeah, dude. This is like it's probably not invented yet. So. Uh, oh, who's Whoa. that? Is that Mark Twain? Uh, no, it's. I don't think it's the skylight frame. Oh, you know, have I told you about this? Uh, you know, I think I feel like I heard you talking about this, yeah, but I didn't know this was for me. I got a skylight frame that I love in my house. It's exactly what you're describing. It's a picture frame. The pictures change. You can do all sorts of fun stuff with it. You can upload pictures super easy through the app or through a special email address. Really? Yeah, I could give you this email address and you could send me pictures of whatever you want to. Whatever, anything. Which is exactly why I haven't given you my email address for the Skylight That Frank. makes sense. But you can get two different sizes, a 10-incher or a 15-incher. 100% satisfaction guaranteed, Brian. So if mm. you don't like this sucker, the folks at Skylight Frame will be there to help you out. And you can put pictures on it so that when you're... A uh, person that you're giving it to opens it up. They plug it in. Oh, Whoa. wow! Just like Mark Twain wrote about. Yeah, my yeah, that's exactly right. My mom loves hers. I love mine. It's a perfect gift. And here's the thing, Brian. Are you ready for this? Write this down. Get okay, a pencil. You get, get a pencil. Got it. I got a special offer for you. Okay, you're gonna get fifteen dollars off hmm. your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com. Enter code Hallmark. Did you get that? I got skylightframe.com promo code Hallmark. Yes, that's S K Y L I G H T F R A M E dot com. 
promo code Hallmark for $15 off your purchase. Oh, I had Hallmark spelled wrong, so yeah, thanks that's for... That's okay. You get your Christmas shopping done today, okay, pal? Yeah, All stress right. is gone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're back. Hey. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Deck to Netflix. I hope you're doing well on this wonderful Monday. Let's talk about Spirited, Apple TV+. Plus. Big budget, big stars, big fun. Let's find out. Jax, let's start with your hot take. What did you think of Spirited? Oh, this movie was a triumph. I loved it. This is the kind of movie that afterwards I wanted to talk to people about it and not just on a podcast, which is normally the only way I engage with people about movies. <laughs> I wanted to talk to people in my real life about movies. And yeah, I just thought this was really fun. It's the kind of buddy comedy that I enjoy where there's so much heart and it's a musical. I mean, like it, it, it it's just so expansive, so much fun. I thought that the romance between Octavia Spencer and Will Ferrell was incredibly charming. I thought the kid actors were incredible. I'm tough on kid actors because I coach kid actors. I don't always talk about kid actor performances because I never like to say anything bad about them publicly. But what I will say is that these two kid actors were exceptional. And yeah, I would watch this all day long. I loved it. Uh, so what that means is that anytime you don't mention a kid That's actor, right. you That's think right. that they're <laughs> a disappointment. They saw so <laughs> uh, You know, uh, um, Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this movie was just okay for me. I have already gone on national TV and said yes, that I like Ghost of Christmas always on Hallmark Channel more than this movie, and I stand by that. Um, I it's just it's just who Man, I am. Somebody screenshot Alonzo's face. Was Alonzo like, disappointed in me? Was Alonzo oh, disappointed it was so in me? Perfect. No, that's fine. Yeah. I uh, didn't really. I didn't really enjoy most of the songs in this particular movie, which is shocking because I actually like uh, the greatest uh, Pesic showman. And Paul. I like Pesic and Paul like in general. Most of the movies that they do music for, including Lyle Lyle Crocodile, I absolutely love. Uh, didn't really hit me for this one. Uh, yeah, the performances are wonderful. Uh, the budget is just bonkers. They do things in this movie that you're just like, I can't believe I'm forced to sit and watch this at my house. It feels wrong, uh, which is why uh, Alonzo told everybody to see it in theaters if they could. <laughs> we we couldn't. We couldn't. Um, I imagine that I would have enjoyed this a good bit more on on the the theatrical screen. Um, good good Christmas vibes. Good snows. Good performances. Just okay for brand. There's your hot take. I'm here. I'm I'm giving hot takes and taking names. I'll tell you. Well, the thing about the songs scans because I generally don't like Pasek and Paul. I, I didn't care for Greatest Showman or Dear Evan Hansen, so uh, they did work for me this time, and they worked for me more the second time I watched it. So, um, you know, maybe that's that's your gauge. If you don't maybe, like maybe, these guys, you'll like Spirit. That's you know? funny. Maybe <laughs> I should. I maybe I should watch it again though. Maybe it, maybe I, they'd hit differently. I, I think it absolutely like this is a movie that is it. I mean, one of my criticisms when I first saw it was that this movie is overstuffed, but as such, I think it yields more upon subsequent viewings because like sure. the first time I was so just with the, the plot stuff and the, 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 incredible musical numbers and the choreography and everything that I didn't really get to sort of unpack the notion of like, 
you know, when we talk about like Scrooge and everything, this idea of how long does that last? How long before people start backsliding, before they start turning to their worst selves again, before they start rationalizing their behavior? And and that's a really interesting idea that, that the Ryan, Ryan Reynolds character really unpacks here. I enjoyed Ghost of Christmas Always. I think it's certainly one of the best of the Hallmark crop this year. But I think this movie is operating on a whole nother level. And I, I'm, I, I think I'm not... I don't think that's disparaging the hard work of the people who did Ghost of Christmas always to say so. Uh, I, this for me is a, it, this enters the canon. Like, I think this is one I'm going to go back and watch year after year. And I hope people get to see it projected because again, and I'm not a snob about, oh, you have to see it in the big theater, but I, the choreography in this movie is so breathtaking and so diverse. I mean, there's so many different kinds of dancing going on in this movie that I think it really pops on the big screen. And I was fortunate to get to see it that way in a press screening. It barely screened in theaters in LA. So I can only imagine what options people in other cities had. Like it, Apple TV Plus sort of did, I think, the minimum to kind of let people see it that way. It's sort of like Netflix and Glass Onion. Uh, but yeah, uh, even if you're just watching it at home on your on your 75-inch or whatever you've got <laughs> in your home theater, uh, this is stunning. Uh, the performances are great. It's funny. It's, it's moving. It's got a lot of ideas, and it's super Christmassy. Uh, I'm a fan. Uh, yeah, so Bran did on national TV 10 days ago-ish say that Ghost of Christmas Always was better than Spirited. And let me tell you something about Bran. He's dead wrong. Uh, uh, <laughs> Spirited, I, I, look, look, the thing about Will Ferrell in general is, is that his movies are not all ever home runs, but he very clearly and sincerely is doing things that he cares about. Always like he doesn't have any desire to make the same movie over and over again. And he doesn't uphold these weird standards to his movies. He just is like, what, what if we did this? And then he goes and he tries it. This guy's not an amazing singer, but he commits fully to this bit. Like nothing I've really ever seen. If I have a complaint about the movie is, is the first 30 to 40 minutes should be about 12 minutes. Like I, I feel like there's about two or three extra numbers. The plane's just not taking off. I was very worried 30 or 40 minutes into this movie that I was going to hate it. That I was going to be but, right. But yes, no, no, no. I wasn't. I know that. that's your yeah. biggest. No, no, no. no. Right. I'll just say so. But in the first, in the first half an hour, I was like, I, we are setting the we are establishing the heck out of this movie. Like there's it's just too much. Like we're watching the director's cut. But once this thing gets going, it's it's really good. And then from the moment that they sing the song Unredeemable, I wouldn't change a frame. I think the last 45 to 50 of this are as Christmas classic as it gets. The musical numbers and and not only that, but I don't, I, the greatest showman, I please, no, thanks. I hate it. It, it was, it, it's really bad. This movie, the songs stick, stuck with me, but they all served a purpose, at least for the last half of the movie. Um, I love, it, it is a very high concept premise and I almost to its detriment, but I love the fact that you have this idea of what does it really mean to be redeemed? And it's not, you're just amazing all the time. Like it's this, like there's a light switch and it's either you're just hot garbage or you're a great human being. And those are the only two options. Whereas this movie uh, gives you the ability to say, Hey, like to be better, it takes like a long line of positivity and good in a, in a single direction. It's not just like you jumped over to the right side of the fence. And so I appreciated that. 
Uh, Octavia Spencer's wonderful. Um, the first 40 minutes, I was I was very concerned. After that, it was an absolute 10 of 10 home run. And so I would I would watch it again, and we'll probably watch it next Christmas. Great. Yeah, that's where I am with it. Let's talk about feels. Jax? Um, I was extremely charmed by the romance um, between Ryan Reynolds' character and Sunita Manny. Uh, <laughs> they had like a very... So it's very kind of like fun and flirty and sexy. And I like the whole bit that she's doing where she's like, um, oh my God, you're so obsessed with me kind of thing. But with all that humor built in, then at the end where she had the moment where they're working together now and she's like, oh, don't use that as an excuse to be home late. I genuinely welled up. I was like, I'm so happy they're together. I'm so happy they're together. And I was, yeah, I just found it extremely, extremely charming. Um, I also got big feels um, when um, his niece, when we find out she didn't post it and she looks up at him with these big wide eyes and is like, you know, please, please don't be mad at me. And he gives her this big hug. I was like, oh, they got me again there. So, yeah, I, I really thought – and, Dan, I love what you were saying about this really on a pretty existential level, like flips this story on its head and makes us think about – you know, what, what does it mean to sort of even just struggle with ourselves as people? It's like, it's not a, a end goal, what happens after. And I was sort of being like, Oh God, I'm glad I'm in therapy now. Cause this is bringing up a lot of things. <laughs> is it uh it's the frozen two, which is more inexplicable than this film from a plot standpoint, but they talk about doing the next right thing. Like that is the, the print, like the thing that we get to in this movie is, like it's not about like just flipping on the good switch. It's like what what's the next thing to do that's right? And I I really thoroughly appreciate. And it. you're gonna sing that song later. I will sing it later. It'll be after the credits and and the <laughs> commercials in the episode. Wow. Yes. Okay. So you really gotta stay tuned. Um. Two two boy, give me those Christmas uh, feels real quick. Um. An ice skating rink on top of a roof while it's snowing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sign me up every day of the week and uh, in my the good words of Panda twice on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, I loved it. And when he's about to be struck by a vehicle and it freezes and we're frozen in time and the snow is all around you and the, and the ghosts start coming down and they're singing and it's all happening. They, they do the big number in the snow. And the, yeah, that was that was a moment. That was a Christmas vibe right there that I was here for 100 percent. Alonzo? I, I saw this movie with a friend of mine who's a visual effects producer and that whole snow frozen in the air thing which they hang on to for that entire Ever. number uh, he's like that is so expensive that is so expensive to keep that like usually they'll 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 establish it and then get rid of it because they keep it in there over and over again like that's an individual frame by frame thing that costs so much money so you know that's just one of the winning ways in which this movie is really like a lush lush budget um a lot of feels here. I think the uh, the recurring um, Octavia Spencer song, The View From Here, is really lovely. Mm -hmm. And usually with Pasek and Paul, I'm more about like the big, like, it's a musical number as opposed to like a, a, an individual's, you know, uh, cry from the heart. But I, I thought she really sells that. Um, the stakes and resolution of the yet to come involving the kid, I thought was really well handled. Um I love the fact that they kill Ryan Reynolds and not yes. because I'm morbid, but because so many movies 
set up the hero's sacrifice and it happens and then they undo it because they don't want to leave people with a bummer ending. And so it's like, well, then that meant nothing. That meant mm-hmm. nothing. And I've seen it in so many movies in the last five or 10 years. It drives me up the wall. So the fact that they carried through and committed to that and made it mean something, I'm like, good on you, movie. That is, I wish, like, you know, Tom Cruise's Oblivion had had that same yes. sense of, you know, of chutzpah. Um, I also love the fact that Ryan Reynolds throws a Christmas party where people come dressed as characters from other Christmas media and is almost never underlined except for Will Ferrell confronting the guy who's dressed as Buddy Hill. But like other than that, you are left to pay attention. Oh, oh, you know, like, and so I love that it just relies on you to pay attention, get the joke. And if you don't, you miss it. Yeah. Uh, two, you had two of mine. I'm going to just hit them again just in case b- because I, I I just need to talk about them. The Buddy the Elf thing was wonderful. I thought it was a perfect. Will Ferrell's not done another Christmas movie since then, and he chose something completely different, and it, it was really a fun callback. But the idea that I believe Marley gives the line of basically, hey, the stakes have to matter or, it, or it's meaningless, right? Yeah. Like the reason these things matter in life is because they matter in death. They Like what you do echoes. And, and so yeah. if you don't have a stake for this character, then their actions do not matter. And so that was wonderful. I literally, when, it, when he said that line, I went, mm-hmm, like this and nodded my head. Because so many, like Marvel, the MCU just, like, that's what's the great of these Black Panther movies is there yeah. were stakes. Whereas in, in the MCU, like, you know, Iron Man's not dead. I'm sorry. He's not. He, he'll, he'll make him again. And so I, I loved that. And then I also loved just the little bits of this that were just like, stupid humor that were just enough to to make it its own thing. Like the shower thing I thought was really, really funny. (laughs) Um, You hear that New York? I'm a, I'm a once a month shower. I thought that was really, really funny. Uh, And him not knowing, like, I feel like in every movie Will Ferrell does, he doesn't know how to pronounce a common word. Um, And this, and at the end, the reprise reprise thing was really, really funny. The tiny Tim bit. So I like, the fact that they could sprinkle in some of that like anchor man type humor in this very sincere, very schmaltzy, over the top emotive movie was just like a match made in heaven to me. So I was I was on board. I want to piggy back real quick. The the fact that if you have seen the musical Scrooge and you know that the the nasty thing that he always says to people to get rid of them is good afternoon. Yeah. And yeah. that they extrapolate that into an entire musical number here. You don't have to know that that's the roots of it, but if you do, it just makes it funny. That was my, I, in all honesty, and this is going to sound, that was my least favorite musical number. And hearing that... I now have a better appreciation for even that one. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of the throwaway comedy number and thus a lot of people's favorite, but I mean, it's <laughs> fine. It it to me it reminded me of the kind of songs that like um Family Guy guy. Uh Seth, yeah. Seth MacFarlane, right? Yeah. Like it sounded like a number that would have been in like a million ways to die or whatever. It was the thing where during that number I was like, what are we doing here? I like, hated is, I hated that number. Well, what what are we like is this a, are we doing a movie or is this just like whatever comes to our head, we're gonna keep because it's elaborate. It's a yeah. long number. Yeah. And that's the that's my least favorite five minutes of the movie. And, and again, I think it's a shout out to the 70s Scrooge yeah. and they're all out in the streets doing the thing. Like that is a moment out of Scrooge, basically. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then but the thing is, is almost right after that you get the unredeemable number, which yeah. the flashlights that all the back oh, dancers yeah. are using, Brilliant. which is like not only like beautiful to watch, but it's like 
like this light versus darkness contrast with the character yeah. who doesn't know which he is, which is just fantastic. So I, it was quickly washed out of my mouth because I, I, I was, but at that point I was like, I don't know it, when that number oh, came on. Although when I watched it again with Dave, every time they said unredeemable, he'd go, isn't it? irredeemable irredeemable <laughs> yes. and i looked it up and it can be either so oh you know. that was one of my only two wait what's that i had so thank you <laughs> you guys does anyone else feel like you're in the twilight zone right now it's like dan and alonzo celebrating the nuances and that's right. in this movie and brands just like didn't like that number don't like it that's exactly that's exactly how it should be but i was and this is one of my biggest fatal flaws in life is when I know that I could have seen a movie on the big screen and I don't see it on a big screen. Yeah. I, I have a very, very hard time in my soul of letting that go. And that's a me thing. Yeah. That's something that the Lord has to do a work on in me. <laughs> and I've talked about it many a times, but I just can't let it go. And it makes me yeah, mad. You and it I both would prefer to see movies on the big screen all the time, but you do hold a weird vendetta I, against I, the I, movie I, itself. I think that it is uh, wrong. I think it's wrong <laughs> uh, on a on a on a um, not just a not just a uh, creative wrong, but also a moral. Wow! Wow! Okay. I think it well, is morally. You know what? You had children. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's right. That's but right. it had nothing to do. It wasn't. It wasn't here. It, <laughs> it was, wasn't here. It was a secret movie. They showed one showing of it. Wait. Oh yeah, the secret the movie. Secret. Oh, the, the secret, secret movie. Right. But I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have known. Yeah. We'll be back. Good afternoon, Alonzo. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're talking spirited. And let's get spirited with our wait what's. Uh, Jax, any for you? I don't have any true wait what's, but I will say something that sort of made me wait what uncomfortable. Um, I, I was, and I know this is probably the intention, but I think it just hit me in a, in a deeper way that the child actually die by suicide as a result of this like i i just found it almost i know there had to be a big turn and a big shift but for me that took me to a little bit too dark of a place for a movie like this so i was i don't know how they would have done it but for me it just wasn't a slam dunk I, for me i mean i think in real life internet bullying this sort of thing does happen so yeah. like it, no, it yeah it didn't feel like extraneously exploitative. Like it felt like, well, th that's how these things go sometimes, unfortunately. Yeah. I think that but there, I hear was, you. there was just a part of me that's like, well, there's yes. Internet it takes you, you out of the vibe. You weren't prepared emotionally. You weren't no, prepared emotionally. No, no. And uh, that's also because I teach an after school program and we just had an incident like this. And it, there's <laughs> a, yeah. So I think I was also not in a good headspace to see something sure. like that. And I didn't expect it. And yes, it does happen with internet bullying but i also think there's always so many other things that are going on in those kids lives and a mental health issue that is so much more than something like that but yeah i just it, it, it took me out of the of, out of the vibe of the it movie. was kind of it was sneaky because i think you know the the, the original dickens tale is pretty dark and i think the ryan reynolds character for him to really see the error of his ways it was going to have to be a real big punch and i think yeah. sh showing him dead and alone wasn't going to do it and and so yeah. i think it was a probably an, a necessary move but you feel like you're having such a good time in this movie yeah. you know we're you know in, in with the original christmas carol sometimes you, like there's a lot of serious along the way whereas in this movie 
There's some, but I think it, it's such a big wallop. I like I liked the turn because yeah. I think it fits the character and what would happen. But I get that if you're, you know, the musical numbers and it's so big and so Christmassy that I feel like it it was a pretty big turn from a from a tonal standpoint. Yeah, like even even in the like the original, like the Dickens, it's like okay, yeah, Tiny Tim dies, and that, of course that's devastating and that makes sense. But like, there's a different. It's a different kind of death than the way this one yes, correct out. yeah so I think that that's neglect like, yeah. Cool. yeah yeah i, I don't know but i i just i so often my sticking point with a christmas carol adaptation is the tiny tim part because that can be so gooey if you don't do it right oh. it can just be it's such a like you know i always remember the the oscar wilde line about dickens that you know one would have to be made of stone to read the death of little nell without laughing um <laughs> you know I, I think that you you can really overdo the sort of the gooey melodrama in that and this one i thought was like hard and it was and it fit the character and the character's particular sins you know dickens i mean scrooge's sin is that he's such a cheapskate and 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 underpays bob cratchit but you know clint's sin is that he you know foments these like ridiculous scandals and they do have real human consequences and this movie gave us a real human consequence but i get it's a it's a tough balance for it's a christmas movie you know yeah uh, I didn't have any wait what's in the traditional sense. They're all like positive wait what's. Like you brought up the flashlight dance scene. And all I could think of was while that was happening is how did somebody come up with that? Yeah. Like mm. the way that it looks visually is uh, phenomenal. And I just can't even imagine coming up with that. Same was true. Like even with the uh, when he's running through away from the gravesite and he's like running through the the kind of like sets and like gets back through and does this thing i'm like i it's ne that's never even a, a crossed my mind as a possibility of how this is done a christmas uh carol so i don't know there were a lot of things that i was just like i don't even know like this it's just a wait what for me i don't even know how you come up with that so uh there are some very big and awesome things in this movie that are wait what's just from a wow how did you do that well how? You, oh, it's a, it's no no no. i have those okay. but this in, uh, in it i'm just like wow wow yeah. wow wow alonzo yeah, I had to kind of stretch to come up with one because I think this is, you know, follows its own internal logic. My only one being we get that that Christmas present slash Scrooge uh, doesn't understand the idea of these things not sticking because he died immediately. You know, so, of course, it was, you know, he was still in the golden glow of it all. But he's been doing this for like a century. And you see like the room full of statues of people they've done this for. And how has it never come up before that somebody would then backslide after having been redeemed yeah. by the ghost? That's the one thing that I'm going to pull out of my hat here. But generally speaking, yeah, I'm kind of wait whatless. Yeah, my only one was, and it could be one that you could answer, but why? what in the rules allowed Octavia Spencer to be able to see Will Ferrell? Was that just like love? Just yeah, it's, it's never said, but I think, yeah, love is the explanation. His, his <laughs> desire for that. Because I... Yeah. While I the chemistry was there, I just felt like that escalated really quickly. Like that part of this story, and it has to because they have kids at the end, but it just it felt like those two I loved on screen together, but it was like, this seems like a loophole to make this escalate really quickly. That, and I thought it would be irredeemable, but unredeemable sounds better in a song. That's that's all I got. <laughs> uh, what the flicks? It's where we wonder what uh, could have happened, maybe happened, gives them clarity questions we still have. Jax, any questions that you're still pondering over 
I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious. I mean, and it makes sense, like with with the chemistry that they had. But it seems like from the age of the kids, if they are their biological kids, that Octavia Spencer yeah. and Carol got to it pretty quickly. <laughs> so. yeah, like, yeah, like years ago. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Just curious about that, and you know, I enjoyed their chemistry, so I wouldn't. In a non-inappropriate PG-13 way, I wouldn't yeah, okay. mind seeing say, some of it. I wanted to hear the first version of that sentence. <laughs> that sounds fun. My, uh, my, my what the flicks is something, Alonzo, that you brought up. You Now you have me wondering about the visual effects of the snow. Because in my mind, I'm seeing that and I'm like, oh, cool. So you just like... I know I'll, I know uh, you can put snow over top of something. I know how you do that. You just pause that sucker and boom, it's stationary snow. You're telling me that's not how it works. And now I'm intrigued by the whole process and maybe you can get your visual effects palette. Like, come on. Yeah, 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 I bet it's easy, but then every time they switch they the switch camera it. and they're moving yeah. and dancing. And there and there's a pivot, like the camera yeah. moves and that's yeah. stays pivot. in the same place. So that's Yeah, I want and I I would love some sort of behind the scenes visual effects editing on that specific scene. Cause now I'm just all the way intrigued on it. Uh, this is one where, you know, I give me a sequel. I want to see what the Kwanzaa Ramadan ghosts look like <laughs> for sure. And how that story plays out. And also I would love a prequel of the year that they did Dolly Parton. <laughs> <gasps> She's yeah. one of the statues. Yes, I, uh, yes. I would be totally down for another one of these, but there's no way because this had to cost just a god-awful amounts of money. Uh, I do want to know, and maybe this story's been told, I want to know the genesis of this, like especially getting Will Ferrell on board because you hear these stories like James Caan, may rest in peace, told mm -hmm. the story of how like Will Ferrell and John Favreau didn't get along. That's why they never made a second elf. And that would make sense because Favreau likes things a certain way and Will Ferrell's like, can't we all just get along and have fun? And so... You have this guy who's famous for so much, but like this Christmas movie is his thing. And for him to go back and do another Christmas movie, it seems like something that Will Ferrell wouldn't do. And so, and he's not a musical guy. Was it Will's idea to be like, I want to do a musical? Or did they have this script and all this done and be like, you know who we should get? The guy whose Christmas movie is the most famous Christmas movie of the last 20 well, years. I can answer that a little bit. The director and co-writer of this film did the two Daddy's Home movies. Good so he's, gosh. I know. I know. What? Yeah. Daddy's I, Home 2, a Christmas classic. Holy. I was going to say, oh. uh, yeah, I know. Talk about most improved. And Daddy's Home 2 <laughs> is technically a Christmas movie. So, I mean, one could argue that. It's one of the one worst of, pieces of junk I've ever oh, seen. Oh, it's awful. I, I hate that movie. But, like, you one could argue that Will Ferrell's been getting his feet wet, you know, as far as can that I, goes. On the record. You think Daddy's Home 2 better Christmas movie than Spirited? Just depends on what you're at talking about. <laughs> so you won't say yes or no on no. this? No. <laughs> Spirit, Spirited is clearly a better film. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I watch Daddy's Home 2 every year because I love it. I think it's oh it makes gosh. me laugh a lot. There you go. I'm probably watching it this week. That's all we need. That's all I needed. I can't tell if Alonzo's frozen or just... He's not oh, no, no, I'm, oh, I'm oh, giving you the stare. Oh, my gosh. I'm, Alonzo, that, I was, that was amazing. I'm giving you the stare. It was very good. Listen, I can... I, yeah, clearly, Spirited is better qualitatively, but when has that stopped me? Never. Brand, tell Never. me this. Is the death of the Ryan Reynolds character the deal breaker here? No, I don't like uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh. Kill him every day of the week. <laughs> and twice on Sunday. No, twice I, think, on Sunday. I think Brand probably just 
didn't like it to the last 30 or 40 minutes. No, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I didn't like the beginning of this movie. It yeah. was really slow for me. Really liked it at the end. Yeah, that's so. what I said. You didn't like it until the last 30 or 40 minutes. I thought you, I thought you said I liked it until. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If y'all think the beginning was slow, the, like one of my favorite songs in the movie, they clearly like had originally meant to put there and then they cut it and they put it over the closing credits. Yeah, the so reprise, like, yeah. The, no, no, no. The ripple number. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even so, stay and listen. As soon as the screen went black, I was done. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Go back and watch it. That's actually one of my favorite songs in this movie, but it was originally supposed to happen like up front, like at the beginning when when Will Ferrell's making the case that they should that they should choose I just, you know, uh, yeah. their perp. And that would have been like even longer, and I get why they moved it or cut it, but it's like it's a really good song. There, There's so much good in the first 30 or 40 minutes, but it's kind of repet- like it's repetitive. Like every, every character doesn't need an establishing song. I mean, I just feel Feel like this was i feel like i was watching the director's cut for the first half an hour to 45 minutes then after that just made up for it in its entirety but that's that's the kind of thing where on subsequent viewings because you know where it's going uh, it become it feels less that way i think it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you, you actually fair. are sort of interested in kind of getting established more in that world and you know where it's going to go and so but yeah i understand a lot of times on the first viewing it's like okay, let's, but i like i i found myself movies that i love now my first viewing i was kind of like do we need this and then i'm like oh yeah i guess we do but All in right. daddy's home too they cut down a cell phone tower and oh, use it as a God. christmas tree <laughs> that's a funny bit that movie is wretched and did you just also <laughs> previously admit that you just rewatched um some terrible movie that you made me watch this year Early on, Which one? I thought could, I can't course, remember. I'm that. sure I did. I just heard you say, "Oh, I just rewatched Bala." I'm like, <laughs> "Christmas with the Cranks" or something. I don't. Oh, know. Oh, yeah, no, I watch Christmas with the Cranks every year. I love that movie. It is just unbearable sometimes, isn't it, Alonzo? <laughs> He's frozen again. He's frozen with hatred. He's frozen with hatred. I love it. 20, hashtag like 25 it. weeks of Christmas. If y'all did not go back and watch that, please make my I, and uh, And I'm loving the Santa Clauses. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. You're a monster. See, yeah. I'm not the monster in this episode. You're the monster. It's I'm, definitely I'm, brand. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's fine. Listen, everybody. We're looking every- badge of honor, baby. Mediocrity has- needs a champion, and that champion is a brand. Absolutely. Daddy, I have said that Daddy's for home, years. Daddy's Home 2 wishes it was mediocre. <laughs> True. It does cross the line into pure on garbage. That's right. Uh, did we do it? Did you do it? What the fuck? Yeah, great, great, great. Congratulations, everybody. Uh, next week, it's the final one of the year. Are we doing Jacqueline Collier Presents? Jacqueline Collier's. I think we should. I think we should yes. do Fit for Christmas. It was the highest rated Christmas movie of the year. We it, may as well. It was a it was a toss-up of that one or the Neil Bledsoe CBS movie. And I mean, I think since Jax is here, yeah, let's we gotta we gotta yeah. do that, right? Uh can't wait for it, everybody. Wow. Have some fun today, right? Right. Have some Christmas fun today. Watch Get Daddy's there. Home too. We'll be back next time. Until then, maybe first wish you, hey? Merry Christmas. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.